Welcome back to another episode of BD Radio. What? <laughs> I'll just scare the shit out of you. Choke on your teeth. All right. Hold on. She's gone into a coughing fit, but we're back. No real structure to this episode. I think we're just going to give some details on, I guess, the recent changes and the changes that that has made to our quarantine training plans. Um, members will know that we're now running some outdoor classes and we're just, I guess, going to expand on that a little bit and make sure everyone knows exactly what their training options are for them as we hopefully get closer to a proper reopening. Yay. Please, Dan Andrews, please. <laughs> um, welcome, Dan. Thank you. So welcome like you've come from a separate spot other than our house. But yeah, your reaction when you heard the news last week that we're able to train outdoors? Good. Not not what I was expecting, but um, it's like you, the face-to-face yeah. is definitely something we've both spoken about that we've really missed. Um, even, well, it's just a really integral part of our business. Yeah, absolutely. Like we it's don't... the relationship side of the gym. Yeah, so just like you guys are saying that you're not getting the same satisfaction out of your training, we're the same as coaches. We're not getting the same satisfaction because um, we can't see how you're going. We can't... Like body language says so much. We can't read. Um read you the way we usually would well also the fact that one of our major selling points is the fact that you know most people we train haven't had a personal trainer before like they haven't had that on um hands-on coaching experience they haven't had someone teach them how to deadlift how to squat so we're lucky that i guess when the time hit you guys already knew how to do that but at the end of the day like that's the ongoing support that we provide and whilst we can provide an element of that online it's just i mean nothing beats face to face watching someone in the moment you know i think um like we can also get more out of you guys when we can see you and tell you to put some weights on and you know tell you to run a little bit faster bike a little bit harder all that stuff yeah so we'll run through what we're planning to do now um with our sessions So moving forward, our members have two options. So you can either continue to train um, with our online program. So Ben will go through what's gonna happen with the online. Um, And then the classes are going to transition back to what you guys would see as normal, I guess. Except outdoors. So more of a strength conditioning um, type setup. Yeah. rather than the classes we've been doing have been a little bit more hit type stuff. So the yeah. high intensity stuff, keeping our heart rate up. So obviously we need to keep you guys warm outside. Um, that's going to be something that we need to deal with. But apart from that, you should expect to see a similar style of programming to what you usually would. Um, so really important when you are booking um, that first of all, you cancel if you're not going to come because we will be having all the weights Um, set up outside ready to go for you and if you're cancelling it doesn't allow us to change them for somebody else so um, you don't all lift the same weights as you all know so please um, do be considerate of other people yeah absolutely so those guys online um, we will still be rolling out the online program every 
Monday in anticipation for the week. All that's changing now is you guys are now two months into our online program. We're now going to basically circle back around and um, use progressive overload on what we've already done. So progressive overload in the gym is a pretty crucial element to improving your strength. What it basically means is that you do a little bit more than you can do just to pretty much um, try and stimulate a response of always improving. So we're going to circle back around to week one and just make a slight tweak on the exercises just to try and do a little bit more and then a little bit more again. So by that, guys, we mean either reps. So for example, if in week one you did six reps of a certain exercise, we want you to try and get to eight reps at the same weight. Yeah, absolutely. So you can clearly see improvement. Um, I'm pretty sure week one, if I remember correctly, was the single arm Z press and rows maybe. I don't know. That might be a fluke. But yeah, for example, I remember a lot of you guys mentioning how hard it was to do the dumbbell single arm Z press. So hopefully this time, now obviously having done the program, you'll clearly be, um, be able to see strength improvements there. Yeah. So that's basically the plan starting from next week. This is Monday the 18th that we're um, recording this. So uh, this will come out tomorrow morning at 6. And then next week, I guess, it will be a little bit more of that structure that we would know with more classes during the week, evening sessions as well. The only session that we aren't running at all at the moment is our family-friendly class just because... Obviously, we normally encourage you guys to bring your kids. It's just going to be really hard in the current climate to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, just with the numbers at 10, it's just going to make it too tough, as well as the fact that we're outside. So we're there's in not a car that, park, yeah. no, one, no one to look after the children. In the middle of the workday. So there's yeah. just going to be too much traffic. So either side of nine to five is going to be our best bet with training out there. Yeah. So guys... Remember, you just need to communicate with us what option you are going to take. So we will be running the timetable outside. It will be the same um, class like it would be all day if we're in the gym. Okay, so it doesn't matter if you come to 6 a.m. or 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be the same class. If you are not choosing the in-person option, you need to let us know because we will need to keep your online account active. Okay. Yeah, and we'll we'll um post about all this in the group as well um over the coming days so you guys can update us on what's happening there. Yeah. And then by next Monday, if you haven't done that, then we'll be getting a hold of you and making sure that you know exactly what's happening. Yeah, for those of you that are interested in the family friendly classes, um definitely when we will when we do come back, um that will be our class that will be most affected so what ben and i have discussed is moving forward you won't actually be able to book in for that class so we imagine that the 10 people restriction will remain and when we bring that inside you won't be able to book in because we need to account for the children so that'll all be done um through us yeah so just if you are interested in that class and that class only, um, we will keep you updated. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
I mean, at the moment, everything's a bit of an educated guess, so we don't exactly know what's happening. But as Dan said, we just anticipate that there will be number restrictions and that it will, of course, affect our busiest class, which is the 930. But yeah, that's that. That's our plans moving forward. We are, I guess, glad to be able to see people, but hopeful that we will be indoors again soon especially we've been a little bit um lucky with the weather so far but obviously heading into june it might change so yeah <laughs> you, you guys might cold. all want to go back to the online option well it was raining last wednesday but i think the ladies in the morning were just that keen it didn't even matter yeah good on you guys um everyone that we've seen so far thank you for making us happier Ben came home this morning and he was so happy after um, coaching. So that, that's really nice. It makes us feel like our days are a little bit more normal. Yeah, it's good. I've been an absolute nightmare the last couple of weeks. It's been a <laughs> fucking disaster. Don't swear on radio. I've already said shit. <laughs> but, it's, oh, yeah, it's been bad. And I, everyone I speak to said, oh, yeah, I've been like that. But I've been a real cranky old man, which is a long way from probably my normal demeanor most of you would probably think that dan's the cranky one and you'd be right that's not true but yeah over the last couple of weeks any little thing and i'll just sent me off the rails even william has started calling um ben cranky nonno cranky nonno yeah (laughs) getting an insight to what a 77 year old me might look like um moving on as i mentioned at the start we don't really have any i guess concrete thing we wanted to talk about but we were having a good discussion the other day about and this is not something that danielle especially keeps an eye on but i'm a little bit um more up to date with i guess what's happening in pop culture and a picture surfaced the other day and as soon as i saw it i was like oh i can't wait to read the comments on this um, it was the picture of Adele. I think it was her birthday or something like that. And she's surprisingly young. But um, anyway, if, if you don't know who Adele is, then just skip the next 10 minutes. But she's a huge pop star. I think everyone knows who Adele is. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. just making sure we've got a broad range of ris- uh, listeners on BD Radio. But Adele has basically lost a ton of weight. Um, and the comments, oh my God, from firstly, people who think that Adele would care. Secondly, who What do you mean by those comments? Give me an example. Oh, what? So one of them would be like, oh, I'll give you basically the three stances that in my five minute browse. So stance number one was... She was always beautiful. Why people saying that she's beautiful now? That was stance number one. Yes. Stance number two was she looked better before. Yes. And stance number three was um, basically that she probably did this really unhealthily. Actually, there's another stance. Yeah. And stance number five. Four. Four was the stance that, oh, um, you know, it's good to see her, you know, like, looking after her health and I guess making herself less susceptible to the risks of being overweight yep 
you know, which is a pretty sensible yep. stance, I think, but also no need to voice it. Just keep it to yourself. Okay. Yep. Which is basically the take-home message on all of these is just shut up, it's none of your business. Yes. But I was just, it sort of led me to, I think, another thought of just social media in general and just the fact that, like, people just can't win. Like, on face value, you'd be like, oh, did you hear Adele lost a heap away? Oh, good on her. And that is literally the only thought you would give to it for the rest of the day. Oh, that's cool. What are you talking about? Yourself? Your personal? Yeah, if anyone told me, they'd be like, oh, Adele lost a heap away. Oh, that's great. That's it. Yeah, but that's you. Yeah. Yeah. Is that you? Yeah, well, I I choose to... Hide Ignore away it. from like I'm. I'm anyone that knows me knows I'm not big on social media. Um, I do obviously have social media accounts. You're an Adele given fan though. What we do, yeah, and yeah. I do like Adele's music. Um, I find it very odd that anyone cares what anybody else looks like. Yeah, so it led me to the thoughts, and I guess the rabbit hole of it's sort of like that ping where they say don't meet your heroes because you know like they might be a bad person and let you down or whatever and it's not it's not that exact one but it's like when you idolize someone for something they do and then they change it and then you get upset i think is completely bizarre like it's very normal for kids to have heroes Heroes, or whatever like you know Anyone who knows me, Ricky Ponting, is the man. He comes in here, it's like, Ricky, whatever you need, I've got you. But if I met him now and he was a bit of an a-hole, which I'm sure he wouldn't be, he's a great man, I'd be like, it wouldn't ruin my day. You know, it'd just be like, oh, okay, that was, yeah, he's a bit rude. But I think it's like, what I tend to think is that when people continue to really like, idolize like really diehard fans long into adulthood it typically comes from in my opinion i'm not a professional on this so this is probably wrong it's like it comes from i guess a lack of confidence in what they themselves bring to the table so what i saw on the post yeah was that a bunch of people who were upset were like it was almost like adele had betrayed them by losing weight like she was now no longer part of the club yeah and this happened to that actress as well who's in bridesmaids um melissa mccarthy yeah lost a ton of weight and people were like oh she's caved into hollywood yeah i'm like or she just wanted to be a little bit healthier yeah all right well i think there's a couple of things here obviously um People like they're not normal people. No, uh, like, yes, like they so are people. Yeah, it's an extremely small snapshot of society. It's not an accurate, you know, like yeah. samples size of what actually yeah. people think. I and get that. So in their industry, like they they want people to feel that they actually want people to feel like they are involved in their lives. Oh yeah, like yeah, they yeah, know them, like they they're the fans yeah exactly so they want them to feel like you know yeah. like you and i like 
which is it's like that's the ultimate pro of social media in general is that people can be really close to their fans and be relevant and you know like in their lives even when they they don't have an album out or they're not touring yeah, you know so like there's that in a way i i think like you can't have your cake and eat it too that's correct um so you know just like every every profession has um its issues it needs to deal with like that is a huge one that i personally couldn't deal with no way in hell yeah <laughs> um that you know that they know they're signing up for that and yeah, I, I guess they do, but I mean, Adele's... It doesn't make it right. Adele's kind of different as well, because you don't really hear about her unless she's got music out. You know, she's sort of quite private and, you know, she's not plastered all over the news like someone like you know, The Rock or, you know, like who's extremely visible all the time. Any celebrity. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. But but some are more private than others. Yeah, agree. But any celebrity, um, these are are problems that they have to deal with. Um, Yeah, just like I was saying, every profession has a set of problems that they need to deal with as well. How they choose to handle them. Mm. Like, that's their own. But just the judgment, I couldn't believe it. But what makes you think that's different from any other judgment you see? This is what, like... So Ben and I have already been discussing this at home for days like how is that any different from anyone we see it every day i think it's no different but it was just so it's just in your it's just yeah seeing it, it. it was just in my face whereas i feel like I'm not you, used to it you don't you, you see it but you don't see it like in everyday life well yeah because you're used to it but that's the same as anything like if you just accept it as a part of your life then you don't notice it yeah whereas i find it a lot more confronting when i see it like in person whereas i think you are more affected by it when you see it maybe because i don't know like because it's very black and white yeah it was just extremely clear whereas in person like when i see people doing that to one another i think wow like you do notice it a lot more yeah like that to me that's quite quite extreme and it's very very common it's extremely common in our space as well. Yeah, like very. Health and fitness, it comes with a lot. Like a lot of people project their own health and fitness baggage onto you, maybe without even realizing when you're trying to do the right thing. So yeah. if you're trying to eat well, it's like, oh, just have a bit of bread. It's like, well, like, why do you care? Yeah. Like I'm just going to eat what I eat. You eat what you yeah. eat and... It's my, fine. Yeah. My, and my advice to everybody um, is always, if you're confident in what you're doing, like you need to be the one that is comfortable with your decision. Exactly. So I th- like the take-home message, I think for me, it just sort of like it got me thinking about the fact that like people will... Always judge. Let you always judge always. what you're actually doing, but not let that like... Do you think if, you know, like if it had been like a progress pick, like, hey, guys, wanted to share this, whatever, you know, and then people would say, like, oh, why are you doing that for you were always pretty or whatever they would say that she would actually be like, oh, yeah, why am I doing this? I don't need to. Like, it's just, it was bizarre. Yeah, I think, yeah, the take home is always 
people are going to judge. Um, but yeah, your yeah. your behaviors, your it speaks actions, more about them than you. Yeah, absolutely. But what are we trying to do in life? Like, are we trying to please other people or are we trying to please ourselves? Because I think most people get confused and becomes trying to please other people. You know, trying to fit norms in society. Oh yeah. Um, whereas we really need to look at what are we trying to do, like what are we trying to achieve for ourselves. And if you're comfortable with that, then nothing else should matter. Well, I think we spoke about this on a previous episode, but we were both saying about how we've um, met clients in consults and as soon as they told us what they wanted to achieve, we basically didn't really believe them because we knew it's what they thought they wanted or because what people wanted for them rather than what they actually want to achieve. I just said want about five times. But, you know, if you if you don't want it for yourself, yep. then it won't happen Yeah, because something will come up, something will get in the way, this yep. and that. You know, like it's not easy to change your daily behaviours. It's hard. Yep. So you have to be 100% on board board believing in the plan to actually achieve the result yeah absolutely and basically don't let peer pressure drag you off like you know oh come out have a beer this and that it's like you know i'll come but i'm just gonna have soda waters you know like it's it's that's the sort of stuff that you know um we deal with a lot yeah and i'm comfortable doing that yeah i don't care yeah but it really yeah, it does sadden me that some people feel like they do need to miss out because they're not confident yeah. enough to say that or to do that. or um, But yeah. Yeah, but I, I mean, ultimately what it is, it's that people see you doing something that they've either tried at and failed at or they don't even realise it's that and they're just like, oh, you know, like they know they should probably be doing it also. And they don't want to be made to feel inferior. Yeah, I just think like all things in life, if we really know what we want, so this comes down, I'm getting a little bit... um, Philosophical. Yeah, I know, digging a little bit deep here. But if we are confident in our core values, there is nothing anyone else should say or do that would change what you're doing if you're confident in that path. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, for example, like if someone commented on the way we parent yeah. our kids. Which like, they have. I, I think like, every parent has felt that. Yeah. Like I don't – never have I gone home and gone, oh, wow, like not not sure we're doing a good job, Ben. Not unless you've told me. Yeah, Never. I would – because I'm confident in the decisions we've made yeah. um, that that's the way we want to raise our family. So like someone saying that to me doesn't bother me, whereas no. I've had conversations with friends and, you know, they've had comments and it's almost like crippled them. Well, it's just a converse, like the conversation now becomes about self-confidence and rather than, you know, like it's something that we both don't really struggle with now. But in our own ways, we've had to overcome in the past for sure, as everyone has. But it's, yeah, it's, um, 
yeah, I know the same as like some people, I guess, are quite impressionable. Yeah. So I just think bottom line is your behaviours should always... Make you feel comfortable yeah, first and foremost. Yeah, not, not to try and validate someone else's opinion of... Yeah, or to please other people yeah. or to not upset your fans, yeah. Adele. <laughs> Upsetting the millions. Yeah. Um, make no mistake, I certainly didn't feel like this before I was 26. Never in life. I never felt... I always was, you know, worried about what other people thought of mm. me whether that be you know my physical appearance what i was doing um and it wasn't yeah until after well after i had william yeah that i that i felt like that there's sort of a happy medium though because i was the other way where i did like i never cared oh but, guys when i met ben <laughs> but i never cared but that can also be bad because there's also like you never feel any pressure to do anything so, yeah. like, you know, I'm not saying that peer pressure is always good, but it, it, it can be, you know, like if it leads you to achieve things that are going to affect you and your life positively, like it could actually be yeah, a Yeah, but help. it still needs to align. It yeah, comes exactly. back. It still needs to align with what you want. So yeah. it comes back to your values. Yeah. Like not just because you think that's something you should do. Well, I just didn't really care and I was a bit lazy. So it's like, it's not really a positive there. But now, uh, you know, and I will say to anyone, like, fitness has changed my life in that regards in that it's given me the, like, I guess the confidence that I know I have the discipline to do most things because I've done it here before and now I just need to apply it somewhere else. I think that's why you see, like, a lot of... I think a lot of PTs who have been in the business a lot, um, a long time, they transition from just nuts and bolts sets and reps into basically almost like coaching behavioral psychology and yeah. like habit change and long term. You know, like it, it becomes more about being a better person and long term happiness compared to just oh, you know, if you can do a really good squat, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, like that stuff's important too, yeah, but it's not as picture. important. Yeah, yeah, as just being comfortable in your own skin and happy, and you know, just basically confident that you can achieve what you set your mind to. Yeah, you're right about like just being like the best version of you. Yeah, like a better person. I like that. You're sounding like um... Tony Robbins. <laughs> no, 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 no. Langer. Justin Langer. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. Um. Alfie, what a compliment. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, if you want to be trained by a guy as motivational as the Australian cricket team yeah. coach, <laughs> head on down to BD Fitness. Yeah, no, but one thing he always said, like in the doco, was like he wanted he, all the guys in the Australian cricket team this is to Amazon, be good people. The test is the doco. Oh, sorry. Yeah, now we're advertising. Yeah, yeah I know. Um Jeff yeah, it was about Bezos. it was more than being a good player. It was about being a good person. Yeah, but I think if people think like it makes it's weird because most people think that oh, you know, you're a cricketer, just make runs. But it's like most people's best success comes when everything else in their life is good. Yeah, a well-rounded. Yeah, yeah and that. Yeah. Or when everything else in their life is really bad, but it doesn't really last because that's their outlet. So that can fizzle out quickly and, the, you know, the walls can come crashing down all around them. But 
whenever like I know in our in my life like whenever anything's going well it's because everything's going well it's not just one thing it's you know it's just a combination of all things so just like we like to bring it always back to health and fitness guys um that's the way we approach everything here like PD, isn't it like it's not it's not just about the training well if you want to break it down even more into fitness it's like i am just training out of my skin at the moment but eating really poorly and it's like why aren't i you know why aren't i getting stronger or fitter or losing weight it's like because everything has to be at seven out of ten at least yeah Yeah. don't don't put all your eggs in the one basket yeah which i mean i've definitely been guilty of that in the past and you know there's stories about my poor nutrition for days (laughs) i was about to say ben used to train the house down like absolutely like i I reckon i try if i used to train at a 10 out of 10 i currently train at a four like honestly that was probably like uh, yeah i used to look at you yeah and like that's one thing obviously that i really liked about you like that you could put yourself in that pain cave um but then yeah nutrition wow (laughs) I ate, but it was a way to justify poor nutrition. Was yeah. oh yeah, if I just train really hard, then I can eat that because yeah. I've trained really hard. And it's like, well, you know, like if I was a professional athlete, whatever, you know, like if I play well, I can do it. But I'm not a professional athlete. I just want to be healthy. So it's like, well, maybe just pull it back and f- focus a bit of that energy on, you know, not watching the Kardashians and going to bed at a good hour and you know eating breakfast and not living off pepsi max and protein bars like you might be all right oh guys it used to be so <laughs> stressful <laughs> i don't used to go nuts it'd be, uh, it, it'd be the worst one day i will remember what i used to eat and i'll write it all down but it, it was poor it was it, poor we weren't sure. together by the way guys when i was expressing um my views on ben's nutrition yes we were no but it was before that before when then when i had to tell you when we were working together yeah. We were together then. Well, no, we weren't before that. We were always together. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since I f- saw your first crappy box jumps, it was yeah. over. Okay. Another story for another day. There we go, guys. Surround, anyway, surround, so surround yeah. yourself with people that build you up. Yes. Okay, not, not push you down. <laughs> and don't listen to people who don't have your best interests at heart. Basically, we'll... I call it the Adele theory <laughs> from now on. We've got a couple of um, questions I asked our members and Instagram following the millions and millions of our fans. Yeah. Um, a couple of questions for the podcast, and I'll throw this one to you, Dan. This was from Instagram. Uh-huh. Best exercises for general health. Let's just do top three. Oh, wow. Walking. I was going to – I was hopefully – going to say that you wouldn't oh, i was hoping that you wouldn't say that so i'd look like a genius when i when i said it but whatever you oh, said it gotcha there you go she's better than i thought <laughs> walking absolutely so underrated people need to just move more like yeah the amount of like bodily functions and like just your body relies on mo- like even digestion you wouldn't think that walking would affect digestion if you didn't actually you know study it or anything 
but it does. Like yep. just general movement. movement. And especially outside, you know, and we know how important yeah. vitamin D is f- for our immunity and just, you know, general mood. It's, yeah, it's, God, if I could get people to do one thing, it would be to move or, more yeah. outside. Yeah, absolutely. Two more exercises that you would consider the best for general health. Squat. Yep. And... We should go something upper body, shouldn't we? Push up. Oh, cool. I would do lunge and pull up. Okay. Lunge just, yeah. I mean, we're really single nitpicking leg. here. Yeah. But lunge for single leg strength. Um, and, yeah, pull up is just the king of upper body exercise, in my opinion. Um, so it's not necessarily a question here, but... I guess it's a statement that we can make a question. Consistency is my biggest challenge, especially without a goal or upcoming event. So I guess the question is how to be consistent when there isn't you know, a timeline. Yep. And I think she sort of answered her question here um, without a goal. Like even if you don't have, a, you know, I'm running a marathon in October, I'm doing a Spartan in January. Sometimes the goal is just to maintain your current fitness. Yeah. You don't always have to be trying to deadlift more, squat more, run faster, eat better, you know, like especially our clientele, they're super busy. Yeah. You know, it's not all about, you know, physical performance all the time. Sometimes, it, oh, just over the next month I've been slammed. My goal is to average three sessions a week. If I do a session of two, next week I'm going to try and come four to yeah. make it up. And that's your consistency taken care of. Yeah, I was a, I was about to say the same thing. It doesn't always have to be like a huge impressive goal. Like yeah. at the moment, like a lot of the goals we're talking about a, a step a step count goal for the day it's a movement goal like yeah. just move for half an hour is the goal and yeah I'm, absolutely we're looking at our 2020 goals board at the gym at the moment and there's a bunch of those goals like these goals do not apply to anyone at the moment really apart um, from maybe the running one lots yeah, of them have actually been the ticked running off now ones I look at it. definitely amazing and most of them have been ticked off which yeah, is yeah. which is awesome um all the body weight stuff obviously is relevant because now's the time to do it um yeah i just so, saw a proper push up on the board i love that one um and now is a perfect time to be practicing that kind of stuff yeah so it's like we encourage goals heading to our clients all the time but it's not like it it's not without reason or excuse you know like you, you can actually be like this is just isn't a great time and that's okay too but i guess just realign i think most people find it hard to yeah. realign their goals to suit the situation 100 percent. so what this person's probably asking is you know exactly what we answered it's just that you know maybe the goal is just not to lose your fitness yeah that's a good goal yeah absolutely especially during quarantine great goal yeah there's nothing there's nothing wrong with not having an extravagant and it's a lot less pressure yeah yeah. exactly but being consistent um like for us for example it's just part of our life yeah like it like it is part of our day that is what we do and that's what we try and get our uh, you know if 
if that's a 10 and our clients start at zero, like it's what we try and progress them towards slowly is just by actionable daily habits that they do every day without thinking. Yeah, you probably are a lot more consistent than you think you are. Yeah, if you were to ask a friend who does nothing, you know, like, oh, I'm just not, you know, and I'm just, just not training that hard at the moment and they asked you what does your day look like you'd be surprised I went for a walk here and then you know child was asleep I did some squats at the park and then came home and ate well you know like is you can possibly fall back on a lot of the things that you've learned over the time without necessarily always trying to improve so I wouldn't worry about it too much especially now and especially hopefully when we open as well, everyone will come back with a fury and just be like, yes, training. I know, everyone is excited, I think. Absolutely. Final question for today, and this is a good one, especially for ISO quarantine life. If your session is timed at one hour, would it benefit me the same if I was to train for half the time in the morning and complete the rest later in the afternoon? Good question. (laughs) Good question. You start. Um, I would say that first and foremost, it's most important that you just do it. Yep. So however it happens, doesn't matter. Yep. Good on you. Well done. Yeah. It's sort of like, all right, now you're through the door. Yep. Okay. In a perfect world, yes, it would be better to do it at one time. Yeah. But we don't live in a perfect world. No. We're in an imperfect world. So I guess however you need to do it is good. But if you find yourself without no real excuse, just moving it because you've sort of think it'd be okay that is also fine just make sure you are doing it first but the question asks if it will benefit you the same and it sort of depends on the session most of the sessions that we write are designed to either and so they will either pre-fatigue a muscle group or we will be doing like exercises after a big compound exercise that will I guess overload the muscle group so let me give you an example if we did some light step ups and a hip releasing stretch before squatting if I was to separate those two by six hours I wouldn't be able to squat as well no just because I've lost that like I've lost that You've lost the benefit. Yeah. You've lost the... Flexibility, mobility, like just overall awareness that that would have put in my, you know, glutes, knees, ankles before I squatted. But if it was, let's say, you do the strength in the morning and the conditioning in the afternoon, that's fine. Sure. If anything, you could probably go harder in the afternoon because you'll be a little bit more rested, I guess. So, yeah, it's, um, it depends on the session. I don't expect you to know which sessions it depends on. Like you shouldn't really be able to look at one and go, oh, that'll be cool. I can split this up yeah. this way. You can ask us though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like we can let you know. Like this a member and um, yeah, that's what we're here for. But we do obviously design our workouts. To be completed at one time. To be completed at one time. Um, if you know that a certain day you're not going to have the time or you're just not feeling up to it, just ask us. We'll let you know. Yes absolutely um that's all for today i think was this episode nine we're getting into it okay oh, actually no we won't have any news next week we gotta wait till june don't yeah. we yeah. but yeah 
Happy oh. birthday to Dan for Wednesday. It's oh, exciting. Stop it. 39. Come I on. <laughs> I am not 39. You're a boomer though. Yep, yep. Um, Do you know what a boomer is? Stop talking. That's because you're a boomer. Stop it. Um, we will keep you posted, obviously, on how our sessions are going. And, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing you guys more and more. Yep, yeah, absolutely. See you next time. Bye, guys.